Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hello everybody and welcome to the Wrestling Predictcast. I am your host, Ben White, and we are here to launch Season 3 of the Predictcast League. Now, what we would like is a clean break and a fresh start, but WWE are determined to hold on to the magic of WrestleMania, so we're going to be discussing WrestleMania backlash, tearing it down, tearing it apart, and uh, predicting all of the different matches. So joining me are my competitors and co-hosts. First of all, we've got Luke. How are you, Luke? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. Pleased for the fresh start, being as I was terrible last season. Yeah, you think, you think you'll do better than dead last? Um, hopefully. <laughs> that, that sounds like a mind full of positivity. Um, and joining us, as always, is the person that at least beat me and me and Luke, if if that was all. It's uh, Joe. How are you feeling about this season, Joe? Uh, yeah, I'm good, mate. I th- I'm, I'm just sort of slightly more depressed that that isn't the first time that I've heard the phrase uh, clean end and fresh start. My wife has also said it to me, so uh, not a good day for me. <laughs> Oh, well, moving swiftly on from that, no context, uh, no context comment. Um, so, so far, we've got five matches announced for WrestleMania Backlash. Um, it's been a tale of two completely different builds. We've had Raw, which has not managed to put anything of any proper substance together, really struggling to get out of first gear at all um, with just the odd glimmers of, of something. And SmackDown, which just keeps consistently being by far the better show with much better stories, proper layer, and there's plenty to talk about. And if you look down the card, we've got to discuss, most of it will be about the uh, SmackDown stories, really. In fact, most of it's coming from the uh, main event of, of Backlash, which was announced last week. As always, recording this a week before um, Backlash, WrestleMania Backlash sorry, will air, um, so there could still be matches announced, and if they are announced, we'll be adding them to the card um, as of Monday's Raw. Um, so, first of all, Joe, how do you think WrestleMania Backlash has been uh, built? Have you been happy with the build? Are you excited for the show? Um, am I excited for the show? And how has it been built? I think, so I think from, from like, my view is it's been built okay. I think they always struggle with this, this one because it's coming straight off the back of WrestleMania and inevitably we're going to get a few of the same matches. Um which we have got here. I'm, I'm interested with uh, Roman Cesaro. I, I don't think they've done enough on Raw to make me interested in that title match as yet. Um, and I think some of the other match, matches, which um, I think, if I'm right, they're all title matches. Um, so far they are, yeah. Yeah, so they look... They look um, I, think it's, I think it's an... I'm expecting at least one surprise in this, basically. Um and I think that's that's what we've got to look forward to, to be honest. But I don't know what the surprise is, I should say. I think we've got one surprise, but I couldn't tell you which one it's going to be. Well, hopefully you'll predict it. Well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? But yeah, evidence suggests we may not. <laughs> uh, Luke, how are you feeling about the, uh, the the backlash? Is it one you um, tempted to stay up in through the middle of the night to watch? No, I'll watch it the next day. Yeah. Solid. <laughs> Sometimes not even then, to be honest with you. <laughs> no. Um, no, I think they've done an okay job. I think, like Joe said, I think Smack uh, and you said, I think I think SmackDown did a much better job than Raw. Um, even though some of the matches have 
the same wrestlers in them from WrestleMania. They have thrown a few extra people in, so I'm pleased they've done that to mix it up a little bit so it's not just a straight carbon copy of um, of, of WrestleMania. So, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, I personally think it's quite predictable, but that means that everything that I say will be the opposite, so... Yeah, I am tempted to put you first for every single thing here and then just go the opposite <laughs> way. But always, always that, that does always work. Um, if we look, something I thought out of interest to do would be to look at Backlash last year because they always follow the same pattern pretty much. Backlash was the second pay-per-view after WrestleMania last year. They started with Money in the Bank. And if you remember, this time last year was kind of tricky anyway for WWE with all of the... Um, COVID restrictions it was in full effect. So I think obviously they moved money in the bank because it was run to the top of the building and, and throw Rey Mysterio off it um, last year. So um, la- this the card this time last year that we were predicting, um, it's more interesting to see where the wrestlers in the card are now. So Edge versus Orton was the actual main event. I think this was the greatest match of all time at this point for Backlash. I wouldn't um, say personally, mate, but I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> Strowman, who is in the title match this time, was facing off against both Miz and Morrison. So that's got to be an improvement there. What, um, what? I, can't remember, I can't remember that feud. Why, why, were they, why, were they, why was he facing both of them? Do you remember they just mocked him, out, like openly mocked him for like... I think he was the champion, actually. This is while he... This was yeah, when... Um... He was because Roman Reigns went missing, didn't he, because of COVID? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he he beat Goldberg, didn't he, at WrestleMania? Of course, so he was still champion by this point. So this was when Miz and Morrison were going to co-share the championship if they beat him, and yeah. clearly they didn't. Yeah. yeah, of course, I remember. I remember that. That was that was one of the easier picks of last year, wasn't it? It certainly was. We all went Strowman. This was the midst of Sheamus versus Hardy in that feud that never seemed to end and just seemed to offend everybody. Asuka was up against Nia Jax in a forgettable match and mirroring what's going on at the moment it was McIntyre versus Lashley so you know as much as things feel like they move on and people get bigger and builds happen you know we are kind of treading water a little bit as well it makes you realize that there isn't much in the way of huge massive stars and things moving forward if the main event on Raw features the champion from last year and two other people that are already in a feud with themselves so yeah. Say, say what you will for about WWE from that. Right then, <laughs> go on. Positive start for episode one. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, why not? <laughs> um, we'll go straight into backlash then. You know, things could things could change, things could move up. Um, so we'll start off with the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, just just because I think we all need to just get this out of the way. It's um, Dirty Dogs versus Ray and Dominic Mysterio, and. Luke, I'm going to see what you think of this one first. Um, I don't think we need to talk about any sort of build because there hasn't been one. I don't think we need to talk about anything like that. So uh, do you think this is the time to finally take the belts off the Dirty Dogs? I do, actually. Um, I'm going to go for the Mysterios. And I think it'd be... I don't know. I just feel... I just don't like it being on Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. So they they might retain it. Um, and not to give anything away from my future predictions, but obviously you need a, you know you, you need some sort of title change in the pay per view, and I think this is an easy one to get to do it on. Um, I think it'd be quite nice for Dominic to get the pin, give him his first night belt. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I hope and think it'd be the Mysterios. Fair enough. What are we thinking, Joe? You 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 agreeing? Disagreeing? I am agreeing. I think um, I think 
I mean, it sucks to be Ray and Dominic if you do win it here, doesn't it? Like, what have they done to, to piss off WWE if they get the title here to not get a match? You know, imagine that Imagine that moment at WrestleMania where father and son, I can't believe there's been many father and son tag teams. This would be the first, ta- that, that's the big promo, is the fact that this would be the first father and son tag team to win a championship at least. There you go. I mean, I still don't, I still reckon Shane and Vince might have a run at it at some point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's 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 funny because it's so clearly true. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, it definitely could happen. Or, or, I mean, to be fair, Ulrich, Flair, and Charlotte at this rate. <laughs> God, I don't want to see that. Please don't put that on. Um, I, I, to be honest, I reckon Charlotte would take Dominic Mysterio. That's for sure. Oh, without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. Um, yeah. So anyway, real sidetrack there. Just got me got me thinking. Worry, worrying thoughts. Um, but I I think Dominic and Ray are going to win this, and I think it's really really poor from WWE because I think they should have done it at WrestleMania if they're going to do it now. Um, why not give them that moment in front of a crowd? That, to be honest, is the only reason why I might, why I would say maybe they won't do it. Um, but I just, I think they will. I just don't think they've thought it. I just don't think they've um, booked ahead again. It, it doesn't make, like your point makes perfect sense because they've been banging on about the fact that they would be the first father and son team since before WrestleMania. So we didn't we didn't predict this match because it wasn't on the proper WrestleMania card. It was the fatal it was the fatal four way that was on SmackDown beforehand. It got taken out and the the women's tag got put in its place instead. But I, I'm I'm wondering whether that's the only reason they haven't they didn't win it now was because it wasn't actually in front of a crowd because they couldn't do that and they maybe thought in the future they could give it to Ray and Dominic later. But you're right, it should it should have happened sooner. I think Ray and Dominic are winning it here um, because. They need to take it off of um, the Dirty Dogs for a start. And also because I think we're going to have to have a face team to go up against some heel Usos, to be completely honest with you. I think that, looking at what happened last SmackDown, mm-hmm. we need to make sure we've got competitors for them when they finally decide to get on the same page. So, uh, yeah, I think that's where it's going. And in the meantime, you know, the Street Profits are sitting there nicely in the background and we'll come swooping later in the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 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 also worrying that they're not the ones in this match, to be honest with you, and they I'm clearly should be. Yeah, so no, well, that's true. I thought, I thought you were going to say um, the Alpha Academy when you mentioned about the heel team sweeping in to take them because oh, they they can't win the belt, surely. Well, no, no, but no, but they no, but they could be a good feud for Ray and Dominic if for a little yeah. while if we need it because there has been a bit of history. There was random history, wasn't there, between Otis and Ray when he like squashed him for no yes. reason after the match, and then that just went nowhere. I think that was meant to be Otis's heel turn, wasn't it? Right. Okay. I think that's what I think that was the idea was that he turned on like one of the ultimate faces in WWE at the minute. So it was it was his big no, really, Otis is a heel. Stop cheering him. So, but I, I is, is my assumption. But that they, might... that, they could be the first feud for Dominic because I don't think I really I don't want Jimmy and Jay to turn into a proper tag team as of next week or anything silly like that because I think there's legs for this story. But I do think that Ray and Dominic, with a little bit of a belt run, and then going up against the Usos would be a fair fair story in the future uh, for when Usos inevitably win the title at some point. So the, the, the only thing that annoys me about this, it's the same with all tag team matches. The build is basically, oh, Dominic fights Dolph Ziggler, and then the other one will fight Robert, like the other one. And then that's just how the build to any of these kind of champ, like tag team matches is just the same every time yeah it's it's wwe don't do tag teams well at all they don't ever tell stories with the tag teams 
ever. There's never actually a story with them. The only the only people that ever tell told stories with their feuds and still do to a certain extent are the New Day because the New Day have creative control essentially. The New Day have a lot more control over the stories than any other tag team because you're absolutely right. There's never any build. It's just we've shown up, we've beaten you a week before, which means we get a chance to beat you at the pay-per-view. It's, it's the same every time. My take on it for what it's worth is I think WWE just basically, well, one, they clearly don't care about the tag team division. But what they do is they go, they've got such a bloated roster that they go, all oh, right, okay, well, we've got these, we've got these people that could probably do pretty well in the singles, but are maybe not like top tier talents. So we're just going to put them together and make a tag team. And I'm thinking we've got that, we've got that on Raw with AJ. And, I mean, he is a top tier talent, but we've got AJ and Omos. Like either of them could be singles, but they don't want to put them in a singles run. So bang them together as tag team. Same with Dolph and Robert uh, and Robert Roode. Same with Shayna Baszler and. Nia Jax, all three of the tag teams are basically odd couples put together. And yeah. um, um, Riddle Orton, that's the yeah. one. Yeah. See, I think Riddle Orton's a difference there, but the problem with Riddle Orton is you know that their tag team's not the story, the end of the tag team's the story. Yeah. So they're one where, you know, no one's going to care when, um, you know, uh, Otis and um, Gable finally break up. That's not a feud anyone's going to care about because they're not over enough. But the middle, the minute Riddle and Orton got together, you knew, okay, so at some point they're going to break. You know, you're already waiting for the implosion before they've even actually won a match. So that, that's where it's that's where they're telling a good tag team story, but they're telling a good tag team story so it leads to a decent singles match. The challenge of the writing as well is that now that we like now that we obviously know that's where where it's going, they'll take an age to get there. Oh yeah, they'll try and make us forget, even though the commentary team keeps saying it. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest I think that's alright because if the commentary team is saying that it's not insulting people's intelligence like do you know what I mean if, if they were like if, they were, if it was a flipper they were going god they look like they've been tag team forever I can't see them breaking up you'd be like come on well, yeah. what are you watching I'll give you that that's fair T- talking about the commentary teams really randomly for a minute Pat McAfee I think has been doing really well on Smackdown I think, I think it's been a really good addition don't know what you think he's but- He's improved, like from his first week where it was a little bit ropey, understandably. Yeah. He's come on, like, look, compared to the guy, oh, I still can't remember his name, I keep forgetting it. Compared to the guy on Raw, who is oh, he's shocking. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, shot, like, to the point where at times I think they cut his mic off and just let the other two talk over the top of him. Because it's just, and he gets over, he gets far too overexcited far too quickly. So he's shouting down the commentary and you're going, it's not that exciting, mate. Like, you're doing a really poor JR impression. Just yeah. stop. <laughs> It's Angel Garza versus Drew Gulak, mate. Yeah, that was exactly that. Yeah, yeah. And it's not even. And I'll be honest with you, it's not even close to the finale of this match. I can see that. Just, just take it down a notch, particularly because the other commentary, so uh, Corey Graves and Byron Saxton, are not matching his energy either. So it's just you hear him shouting, and then they hear those two bickering at normal level. It's, uh, it's really off-putting. But no, I think I think Pat McAfee is, uh, he's a bit of a find for WWE, isn't he? Really, is a bit of a, yeah. you know. He's, he's doing a decent job for him. Okay, so um, we've all gone for the Mysterios um, there. So uh, we're right, so proving all, why. All the, all the listeners will go for Rude and Ziggler and win. That's yeah, good. so if you, if you know anything <laughs> about coming up against us, Dave, then uh, feel free to go for Rude and Ziggler. Um, it's also the reason we have wildcards to try and push our um, predictions aside so we're not all just saying the same thing every, every, uh, every round. And my first wild card's in place. So it's Bianca Belair versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. 
I've got to have Bailey. Um, and you guys have got to have Bianca Belair. Um, from my perspective, not massively happy with that. Now, I don't think you take the belt off Bianca Belair at this point. So I don't see there's any reason that Bailey's going to win this. I think if it was a triple threat, if Sasha Banks was in there as well, you could argue a title change because you could protect Bianca in it. But there's no way Bailey's winning this. I just can't see it. Oh, is your war called Bailey? Yes. Oh, okay. That's excellent news. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I only recorded this a week ago with the wild cards. Only, only, only found out a week ago. No, sorry. When you said that, I, I thought. When you said that, I thought you said that your um, wild card was Bianca Belair, which is why I was confused. That's that's good. No, that's good. Yeah, too, too many bees in this one, mate. That's the problem. So yeah. Uh, mine's yeah, mine's Bailey. So you guys have got to have Bianca Belair. Uh, you can't be upset with that one, Luke, can you? No, I think. I think like anything, you know, Bianca Belair arguably had one of the best matches at WrestleMania and I like, won the main event. I don't think you could take a battle for straight away. You, you've got to give her a bit of a run, at least till SummerSlam, in my opinion. Um, and I think that, like, I know we're going to, I'm going to go ahead a bit here, but I think Bailey's winning the money in the bank for the women because I think she would be perfect to have that. So I just, I, I can't see anyone else at the moment who would be good to have that from a from women's division. So. Um, yeah, Bianca Belair for me. Quite quite an easy pick, I think. How are you feeling about it, Joe? Do you think there's a chance at all that Bailey's walking away with the belt? Um, I think you could make a case for it. I think you could make a case for it. Um, but no, I, 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 don't, I don't think I don't think they will do that. I think that is a if they do do it, it's a real kind of kick in the teeth for Bianca, and I think they've got a lot. I think they're investing in her. You know. Um, so I don't think it will happen, but I could see I could see a scenario. We haven't seen much of uh, Sasha, have we? So um, maybe she gets a bit more involved and makes it spreads that story out a bit. But no, I think I think you, if you're going to put your money anywhere, you put it on um, if Dave's listening Bailey, but in reality, Bianca. <laughs> I am surprised that Sasha Banks isn't involved though, being as it's WrestleMania backlash. It's a bit bit random that she's not involved, but well, it. I'm quite happy though, to be honest with you, because I think what Sasha needs is to go away. It's one of those wrestlers where you get to the pin, you get to the point she got to, she lost the belt. If she's back on TV, it's a bit of a reminder that the last time you were in something significant, you lost. So the best thing to do is to have her off TV for a month, have Bianca do a decent feud with someone, win, strengthen her position, and then Sasha comes back to face someone else and look strong again, or go straight back to Bianca when we've kind of forgotten that she she was beaten or at least far enough away that it's not fresh in our memory so i think it's one of those things where it's it's worth sometimes taking your big stars off tv for a bit i mean i guess a perfect example kind of by accident is they could wrap a whole raw at least the first hour of a raw around the fact that aj and omos was coming back to uh to raw after missing for three weeks and that felt like a big deal which tells you all you need to know about raw at the minute but it did it felt like a fairly decent return um after they were there so you know sometimes absence is is the way forward um, yeah, so uh, I think we're all pretty clear that Bianca Belair is going to walk away with this belt, but there's a chance, maybe just a small chance, that Shenanigans gives it to Bailey. We'll we'll, we'll see. Um, takes us into a, a, I think, a little less clear um, prediction for this one, which is the women's belt, um, which is now a triple threat. It's uh, champion Rhea Ripley versus Asuka versus Charlotte. Now there are no wild cards involved in this one, Joe. So you get free pick, free reign. Where are you going with it? I'm going to go with a safe bet, I think, with Rhea Ripley. 
and I'll exp- I'll expand on that because no one said nothing. Um, well, we're kind of waiting for that. You know, we, we've been this. I mean, I'm waiting for your analysis. Se- doing a whole season of this podcast, mate. What usually happens is I ask you, you predict, then you explain your prediction. If I you think- want to change it up, it can. But we should probably do production meetings when we're not recording. Is that not the chat we had before? I thought that was what we did. <laughs> when, 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 when we had a when we had a 15 minute conversation about Tenet. Yeah, that I mean, yeah. yeah. Sounds about right for our production meetings. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just needed someone to calm me down and explain it to me. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> so Rhea Ripley's we're gonna 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 win the belt and that's safe. Why is that so safe? Um, well, I don't think I, I would say safe. I think I think it's I think it's I think it's the safe money really. Like, um, it feels it feels a bit of a it, it's the same thing where she just got the title at WrestleMania. It feels a bit unnecessary to take it off her at this point. Um, the triple threat makes it. Well, it either gives her, it gives, it even means that someone can do the work and she can get the pin, or but it does. So, or, or, well, or the flip of that, I guess, is that she can lose without be like without being pinned. But I just think if you, you know, in terms of where you put your money, you'd put it on Rhea Ripley on this one, in my opinion. Um, but I think you're right. This is less predictable than the the SmackDown one. What's your thoughts, Luke? Yeah, so it, it does worry me a little bit, this one, because WWE are, and even the short time I've been watching this, known for just like putting the belt on Charlotte, even though no one wants to have the belt. Um, That's so, absolutely fair. <laughs> so I do worry that they'll do this again, and then it just kind of destroys Rhea Ripley a little bit, I think, if that happens. I think, I think Charlotte Flair definitely won't get the pin, no matter what happens here. Um so, I, I also think Rhea Ripley will retain, but I think she'll do it by pinning Asuka, and then that sets up Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Fair at the next pay-per-view or further down the line. Yeah, I've, we've talked about this in previous episodes um, for the long-term fans and for any new listeners, you can go back and, well, we'll, we'll summarise it for you now. We don't know why, but WWE don't seem to rate Asuka as much as they should. And for me, this is a triple threat, so Asuka can take the pin. She's the one that's not coming away with the belt here. And it's literally do they give it to Charlotte so Rhea can chase it again? Or do does Rhea pin Asuka so Charlotte can say you didn't beat me? That's the two that's the two that's the, the two stories, potential stories coming out of this match. If we were a much further down this prediction league and I had to try and get some points, I think I'd back Charlotte. But Joe's right. I mean, it would we're going to find out how much WWE rate Rhea Ripley to whether she keeps the belt here. If they lose it, then Rhea Ripley's in trouble. Okay, because that's the kind of thing that WWE do where they take the belt off her and then she will slowly disappear down the card and end up in a tag team with Tamina in six months. Okay, or she keeps the belt and she's absolutely fine and it will build and go stronger and her versus Charlotte is a fairly decent feud for two more matches going towards SummerSlam. So, you know, I think Rhea Ripley's the person that, you should back for this, but I wouldn't put, you know, like like Luke said, I wouldn't put it past WWE to, to take the belt offer. And if I'm looking down the list, this is the this is the one. Okay, Dirty Dogs versus Rey Mysterio and, and Dominic is a good title change, but it feels like a fairly weak title change considering that there's a chance it could even be pre-show. To be honest with you, um, this could be your title change because I I think the rest are keeping them. I do. And, you know, just to give away my predictions for later, but Rhea Ripley is, is, you know, that's why I think it could be a bit of a dodgy pick, but yeah, we've all gone Rhea Ripley. Um, so hopefully they, they play the safe and logical bet. Just to go back to Luke's point about Charlotte Flair, I'm just looking at her record. 
I don't know where you got this from, mate. She's um she's been in uh, the main roster six years. Four time four time Raw Women's Champion, five times SmackDown Champion, one, uh, one time Divas Champion, two time NXT Champion, and one time Women's Tag Team Champion. So I don't know where you got your information from, mate. And the other thing about that as well is, didn't she win her second NXT Championship when she wasn't even in NXT? Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, so, so she, yeah, so so I, I mean, quick math on that. We're talking. Uh, she's won twelve titles in six years. So you know when when I kind of ripped into Luke um, last week on the on the on the te- top ten, saying you do a lot of analysis, you've done a lot of background to this, but you can't do that because WWE are random. Um, I think I might have to eat my words if she pulls away. If she pulls away with a championship here, then fair play. You you come from it from a frigging money ball point of view and come with your stats and your figures and you might absolutely wipe the floor with us. Yeah, but I haven't backed her. No, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is also the man this is also the man that's that, that ruled out the possibility of Edwin in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, categorically. Categorically, yeah. Categorically. No, okay, right. Boxing fans, you don't want dull stats, you don't want so-called experts, you want a boxing podcast by fans for the fans, you want From the Canvas, a boxing podcast you'd make with your boxing mates but don't have to because we have From the Canvas, download or stream wherever you get your podcasts. Okay then, so we will move on to the Raw Men's Triple Threat Match. Um, which is Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman. Now, like I mentioned before with Bailey, we've all got wild cards, and you can find out how we came to our wild cards if you listen to the last episode we did, which is the uh, current top 10 wrestlers of 2021 or the ones that are going to have the best 2021. And in that, Joe got the wild card of Drew McIntyre and Luke got the wild card of Braun Strowman, which means that I've got to have Bobby Lashley. Um, Luke... What are Braun's chances of walking away with the belt? This is this is why you backed him, right? This is why you put him where you put him. Um, about ten percent, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, um, all right, yeah, I don't think it's a tight. Like again, I, I don't think you take it off Bobby Lashley here. So, even though I'm backing Braun for the, the long term this year, he'll have a good year, win more than he loses. I don't think this is it, this is it here. Um, I think I think Mason T Bar get involved here because the. I think there's going to be some story here where they're, they're on side in the Hurt Business or part of MVP and um, Bobby Lashley's crew. Um, and I think it'll, how it'll play out is Bobby Lashley will get a beat down from both. It'll look like he's going to lose. But then he'll call on Mason T-Bar, come in, save the day, um, take one of them out, probably Braun Strowman, and then Lashley pins McIntyre for the win. That's what I'm, that's what I'm predicting. Oh, do you know what, mate? You've absolutely called it there because we're going to then have an odd couple uh, tag team run for McIntyre and Strowman. Imagine that. Our wild cards teaming up together <laughs> to see off the, you know, the, 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 tyranny, the tyranny of Mason, whatever his name is, T-Bag. T-Bar. I was going to say, Luke, you did well to remember because I just can't. It will not stick. I cannot remember any of their names because they're just awful. They're not memorable and they're random. In fact, in fact, it'd be better if he was called Teabag, because I'd remember it. <laughs> I'd remember Mason Teabag. I mean, I'd like, I'd like to see his finishing move. That'd be quite good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like the mandible claw. <laughs> see, I was going more for like a, a version of the stomp called the dunk, and then just leave it at that. 
There we go. Written, written some new finishes for uh, for Teabag. He's the guy who's friend of the show, right? That's 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 the guy that that that, that we're just waiting to get his name back. Because I, I can't even tell the two of them apart. Which one's Mason? Which one is Teabag? Yeah, no, yeah. Dominic Dijakovic is T-Bar, isn't he? Good. Okay. Um, T-Bag. 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 She's forever now known as T-Bag. Joe. Uh, um, barring T-Bag and Mace getting involved, uh, you think Drew McIntyre's coming away with this? Uh, no. Um, I'll be interested to see what Luke's view is. If, if you're giving uh, Strowman 10%, what are you giving uh, McIntyre in this? 20. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I was going to say thirty, maybe, um, but yeah, I, I, that's where I'd put him. I think I think it's another one where it seems a bit premature to take it off um, Bobby Lashley. Also, as we've discussed, um, there is an issue with Teabag and Mace where they could need to get involved. And also, if they it, almost if they don't get involved, what's the point of the story the last few weeks? Yeah, do you know what I mean? If 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 Lashley just loses it clean, what's the what has been the point of this? Yeah, which I mean doesn't mean doesn't mean it's not going to happen because we're talking about WWE here. But um, like you've got to you know it just makes sense. That's the way to carry on the feud. Um, and I actually think that's I think that's I'm calling it now. I think we're going to have those two verses, uh, McIntyre and Strowman at Money in the Bank. Yeah, that's the next pay per view, isn't it? So that's Actually, not a, that's 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 a story. I mean, that's all I want from WWE Raw at the minute. I want a story from Raw. That's that's more than most, you know, more than just, you know, you know, we haven't seen for a while Andrade and Drew Gulak. Why don't we have those two fight each other for no random reason? Just, you know, let's just have something that's coherent, makes sense, and has a bit of layers too. So, you know, I'd I'd, I'd take that as something. Have we had um, Mace and T Bar versus Strowman and McIntyre already? We have, but it's always. It's always it's always because it always falls apart because Strowman and McIntyre implode on each other, don't they? Or or something like that happens, or one saves the other, or something. So it's never been anything more than a five minute squash, I don't think. Yeah. I'm so. So um, I'm I'm back in. Yeah, I'm back in both of your picks. It's uh, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's walking away with this. Um, just it just doesn't make sense to take it to take it off him yet. It's it's uh, but. I'm not. I'm not backing what Luke said. I think, I think Strowman takes the pin here. I think that's why he's in. I think that's why he's in it. I okay. think it's for Strowman to take it because you just want to keep McIntyre as strong as as strong as possible. And it's a very predictable story that we've already called for one of the one of the other triple threats. But it's always the idea of you didn't beat me. You beat the other guy, but you didn't beat me. But I mean, you know, you could still have the McIntyre Strowman tag team and and do that. I think what. Go on, Luke. So, so I think the reason why I said Strowman doesn't take the pin is because I think that'll be the next feud with Lashley rather than the tag team. Because I think they've done McIntyre Lashley now. I don't see why they'd continue that. So that's why I wouldn't give Strowman the pin. That's fair. That's fair. Strowman versus Lashley. It's not a bad running for money in the bank as a, as a placeholder one. It's just it, I'd just be worried for where McIntyre goes next, though. Smackdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, would 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 work. It would be much would be much better at this point. Um, Could you get McIntyre the money in the bank? No, yeah. no. Do you know what I think what not not, it's not I, a heel. I, I, yeah, I get, I get this not heel, but I, I do like the idea of just someone that's actually like, you know, decent having it. Like, yeah, but, but I, I, the I, only I appreciate defeats the point, but I, I think you could get away with it. 
The only downside is I, I don't mind a face winning it and I don't mind the face winning it and it being, well, I'm going to, you know, doing a bit of a scene and saying, I'm announcing it. It's happening three weeks from now. We're going to have the match and, and putting your contract in then. My only problem with that is it just leads to McIntyre versus Lashley. Yeah, that's true. That's that's, true. So, so the only problem you've got is it's just it doesn't move us anywhere. Money in the bank's great because potentially you could end up with something really, you know, a really random champion for a bit. You know, there was a little bit of an exciting prospect when Otis had it at the beginning until you realised, well, this is never going to pay off and WWE have gone completely with crowd and nothing else. But, um, yeah, I just I, I don't see it. Un- unless it goes to SmackDown and gets it on Roman Reigns. No, that would be a crowd pleaser. No, that'd be amazing. Now that would be because do they they do they have two separate money in the banks? No, they don't, do they? It's money in no. the bank for. No, it's just two. It's men's or women's, but they usually have Raw and SmackDown people in both. Yeah, See, that would be the way forward. If you're going to give it to McIntyre, give it to McIntyre and have him hold it over both people. Do a bit of an edge before Mania. Do that. That would be that would be decent. Just have it. Am I going to face Lashley again, or am I coming after you, Reigns? So there's there's that's a better use of it. So I'll that's do that. That's a very good use of it. Um, before we move away from the hurt business, um, does anyone care enough about Cedric and Shelton to really be bothered that they're splitting up and going to have a match at some point? No, not at all. No. Do you not feel a bit like that whole split was pointless? Like they did they, when they were the hurt business. That was great, and they were actually a good part of the show and a decent tag team. And you know, and then they get buried by the Viking Raiders twice in a row, and I think they got beat by Orton and yeah, got beat by Orton and Riddle. And you go in, you guys are not going to be on TV in three months' time. It just seemed a very, very pointless, you know, considering the Hurt business is now just MVP and Lashley at the minute. I don't think Shawn Benjamin was on TV for about a year and a half before the Hurt business was he? I think no, he, he was. Yeah. Cedric was struggling as well, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a waste, isn't it? But I mean, gotta make room for these tag teams they're just throwing together, mate. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, um, that leads us very nicely to the main event: Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. In what's been, for me, this is exactly how I like WWE to build their stories. This is the best WWE storytelling in the fact that you have had three separate stories being told in one match. So you've got the whole Daniel Bryan thing, which we will get to um, after this, after we've discussed the match, the Daniel Bryan aspect of things. You've got the Cesaro Roman Reigns aspect of things. And now they've added the Jimmy and Jey Uso return and actually doing something with it, which I'm I'm quite pleased with. Um, So it makes for a very, very intriguing main event. Um, no wild card here, so we get absolutely free reign. Um, so I'm just going to tell you it straight off. I don't think there's absolutely any way Roman Reigns is not coming away with this belt, but I do think they're going to do something to keep Cesaro strong. I'm not convinced this is Cesaro one and done. I think he's got more in him here, but I do think Roman Reigns is coming away with the belt by the end of this. Um, Joe, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so I'm going to have to pick Roman Reigns as well. Um, I do. I, I, I was saying to you guys via WhatsApp that I think there is definitely something in the Daniel Bryan story which makes me wonder if he can come in and cost Roman. I, I know what we were saying last week on the wildcard episode. I personally don't need to have Roman Reigns be the title holder for the whole year. So as long as they do something clever to get the belt off him and then eventually he gets it back, um, that would that would really work for me, to be honest with you. 
Um, and I think uh, Daniel Bryan screwing him over might be a really good way of doing that. I think it's a really clever way of doing that. Um, but I think it's probably a bit soon to pull the trigger. If you're doing a kind of bye-bye Daniel Bryan and then he turns up, what, 10 days later, is it? Or two weeks later? Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, just hold hold on a little bit probably for me. So I think Roman Reigns is doing it. But I agree with you. I don't think they're going uh, to make Cesaro look weak here. After you sent, because you sent that WhatsApp message saying that you think Daniel Bryan comes in, costs Roman Reigns would be a really good use of Daniel Bryan after he's been banned from SmackDown. Because that wording is key. He's banned from SmackDown. So he could show up at a pay-per-view. And then there's a really interesting story where he shows up at a pay-per-view and Roman Reigns can't do anything about it because Daniel Bryan can't go to SmackDown. And it's just that, that little kind of thing of can Roman Reigns, it keeps Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan away from each other. You know, and there's just some, I just thought if you were clever with your storytelling, you could do something with that. But I, I do kind of agree with you. I think it's a little bit too soon. And there's a little bit of a complication with Daniel Bryan at the minute, which I thought like I said, we'll, we'll get on to afterwards. Um, you, Luke, you certainly made my theory sound better there, mate. So thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> you, the storytelling you've come up with this past year, mate, has always been, always been you know, much better than anything WWE have come up with. So uh, um, no problem there. Um, Roman Reigns versus Cesaro, Luke. You're giving this to Cesaro, right? Well, remind me of the rules where if it's a disqualification, then Cesaro could win, but Roman Reigns could keep the belt. That's exactly right. So the Usos could get involved, for example, to to beat down Cesaro, which means Cesaro wins by default on disqualification, but Roman Reigns keeps the belt. I don't know. You're picking Cesaro. No, you could do that. And be completely justified. No, I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not. I'm a little bit annoyed that that's not something I'd already thought about because that is, you know, this isn't who wins the belt. This is who wins the match. And Cesaro yeah. can win the match, and Reigns keeps the belt, which has, you know, happened a billion times before in WWE. So, on those grounds, yeah, Cesaro is a solid choice. Cesaro is actually a, a, a much better choice. All of a sudden, to be honest with you, now with the Usos in the background. I will say I think that 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 kind of crap finish doesn't tend to happen on pay per view. Doesn't tend to like happen on like headlines of pay per views. Not 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 religiously, but like if they, if Roman and Cesaro are having a match on SmackDown, that is a hundred percent how it finishes. Yes, yeah, I think if you're having it on a pay per view where that's the main event, then people are going to be a bit, <clears throat> a bit underwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, you're absolutely right there. To be fair. So on that basis, I'm going to go for Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> we were so Thanks close, for that history mate. lesson, we Joe. So, I really appreciate it. We were so that. close there, Joe. So close. It's because when you said it, I thought, bloody hell, that's a great idea. I, have to, I need to like poo that idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got some reverse psychology going on here. Oh, and it's also um, absolutely what's going to happen. Like In two weeks' time, when we record the results show, and we all go, I cannot believe... That we, yeah. that, that we called it and we didn't yeah. back it. But I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they'll get involved, but it'll be some sort of distraction then rather than a disqualification, won't it? Which will cost Cesaro, which means the feud will still... It's like you, Ben, I think it's continuing. I don't think this is one undone. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Roman Reigns for now. I can't, yeah. I can't afford to get behind you guys. <laughs> I like the fact that you said, uh, I like the fact you said, oh, you know, we, we, called, we called it, but didn't back it. I mean, there's only, there is only literally only two results. That there's only two winners in this match, and we're backing one and predicted the other. So I think we've covered our bases there. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> um, Jimmy and Jay Uso. So Jimmy Uso came back with, with, with fairly big fanfare, over enthusiastic, and told 
I thought a really good story through SmackDown. You know, it was a really interesting idea and and kind of putting a little bit of division in there. I thought he'd come back a lot more anti-Roman Reigns than he did, you know, so he's kind of in there, but not quite. Um, We can't all think, you know, Jimmy did eventually get involved and and help beat down Cesaro at the end. Um, Are we thinking this is it? Do we think Jimmy's just, just in the fold now? Or do we think WWE might actually try and tell a fairly decent, at least month long story where, you know, is Jimmy really faithful or anything like that? What do we, what do we think? Are we back in a, a, a Jimmy J decent story or, or not? Luke? I think it'll be a decent story, but it, it, I can't help but feel a little bit like it feels very similar to the Jey Uso and Roman Reigns story. And I, and I know it's slightly different because you've got the Jimmy and Jay, you know, conflict there. But it's going to be, you know, eventually it'll be he'll fall in line under Roman Reigns, but they'll go through the whole two months of getting him there. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, for me, I, I don't, I don't necessarily mind that though, because I like, I like the, di- I like the stuff, I like getting there. See, mm. I think it's weaker. I was a little bit disappointed when Jimmy showed up and they cheered him and he ran down the, the ramp and was all very happy and hugging everyone. I was a little bit like, no, you've missed, you've missed an opportunity just to do something different. And then I thought they did well to reverse that a little bit and have Jimmy go, I'm not as in line with you as you think I am. And then, you know, if you can have Jimmy and Jay wanting to go out on their own, but Rain, Roman Reigns stops them, or you even have to have a Jimmy and Jay feud over where, where, whether Jay stays with Roman or not, or something like that, I don't think you do Jimmy Uso versus Roman. I don't think you do that because you're absolutely right. That That's not going to be any different to, Jimmy, to, to Jay versus Roman. You're not going to do anything new there. But if you can manage to find a way to have brother versus brother and keep it interesting, there's something there for even a SummerSlam. That could be, if you build it well, a big enough match there. What's your thoughts, Joe? What well, I'm surprised they brought Jimmy back the way they did. I thought they could have done that a bit smarter. I wondered. If, I thought there'd be quite a good moment there when, say, um, the referee gets knocked down and Jay and Uso are beating up Cesaro, that Jimmy runs down with a chair in hand and then... You go in, oh, which way is he going to go? And then he smashes Cesaro. Do you know what I mean? Or, yeah. or, you know, just something a bit more creative than the way they did it. Um, it felt to me like they'd kind of gone, oh, we really do need, we do really need to bring this guy back at some point because we're meant to bring him back like six months ago and we just haven't yet. We really do need to think of some way of doing it. And this was the best they could come up with at short notice. Um, so I was a bit, I was a bit uninspired by it. But I mean, you know, We've had some great returns in the last couple of weeks, though, like man, like, like uh, great um, newcomers like Mansoor that we haven't even talked about. Oh, you're right. How could how could I forget Mansoor with his fantastic record outside of the United States? I think he's like undefeated in about four years, wasn't he, going into this? With his two matches, absolutely. I, I think no, it's because outside the United because didn't he lose in NXT? And to be fair, what I what I have heard since is that he has been on NXT UK and. 205 live and main event and been doing like ridiculously well like he is he has on some sort of undefeated streak because there was a lot of people genuinely who were back in Mansoor that were really gutted that his undefeated streak ended with a disqualification against um Seamus so you know maybe which people there was there was there was a a twitter up 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 uproar after raw uh, uproar after yeah you know what I'm trying to say there was there was people annoyed after they watched WWE raw not just for, for the uh quality of the content but because Mansoor had a pretty damp squib of a first showing because he has been doing really well elsewhere 
So, you know, maybe that maybe maybe Mansoor could be, you know, the the person that Ricochet and Ali were not. Maybe. Yeah, I was going to say, tell from your stunned <laughs> silence that you're not backing that whatsoever. Um, okay, so that's you five matches. If you want to have an extra wild card of Mansoor, I'm willing to let you have. I'm willing to let you have three this year if you want to back yourself. <laughs> in. Yeah, I'm not going to take you on that, considering I did have a wild card of Ricochet uh, first round, and that really screwed me over. So I'm not, I'm not going to go with that next time. Not going with exactly the same wrestler again. Hi, Dave here from That Movie List Podcast. All of us on the Views from the Sofa Network had a production meeting recently, and boy, do I have some great news for you, listener. We're pretty confident that we found a new niche podcast concept. Okay, here's the pitch. It's called The Team Sheet. On this, a group of white guys in their 30s working in non-sport-related jobs make dream teams of predominantly Premier League footballers based on a different theme each episode. But wait, there's more. Each episode also features a different selection of your favourite presenters from across the network, and also me. So why not become an early fan of this revolutionary new concept and listen to The Team Sheet Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from. So Daniel Bryan, before we, before we move on to, 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 the, to, the, to the end of this, um, his contract kind of his contract expired on the day that he lost to Roman Reigns. WWE didn't really announce it, but they kind of let it leak. Was 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 the idea? It's been told since. So it wasn't a big announcement. You know, WWE didn't advertise it, but it was found out by reporters fairly easily, and it has been leaked fairly well. Um, is there any chance that Dan? Oh, go on, Luke. I'm pretty sure he's been added to the alumni on the website as well. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, they love doing that. They love doing the old changing the website for people. Um, is there any chance at all that he has left WWE and we're going to find him somewhere else? Really? Any of you guys seeing that? Any of you guys seeing him showing up on AEW in 90 days? Well, he doesn't need to wait 90 days because his contract's expired, I believe. Um, so so it's no, there's no non-compete clause or anything like that. So it's just a, he can I mean, show up. I'm basing that on basing that on my own uh, knowledge, so it could, that could well be wrong. But um, yeah, fair enough, no, fair enough. I I I I um, see. My my. Whilst I find um, they're fairly intolerable about how poorly they are, poor they are at like writing their own show. Um, what they are quite good at is like the like the strategy with their rest, like generally pretty good with the strategy with their wrestlers. And I would be surprised if they've let Daniel Bryan go at this stage especially with him being quite high up in the card i would say like you know his, yeah. his last match was literally i don't know it wasn't it wasn't for was it for the title it was for the title yeah it was, yeah, it, was. it was for the title before yeah. that he main evented wrestlemania yeah so i sort of feel like you don't do that and give him all that airtime to get him justifiably into wrestlemania for him then to go to AEW or wherever mm. I can't, I can't see it, but I'll tell you what, I'd be, de- I'd be delighted if he went to AEW. Oh, if he went to AEW, I'd start watching AEW again. Yeah. Daniel Bryan shows up, and that would be the case. They, they would, they'd add half, you know, comfortably half a million onto their viewers. Yeah, I think at the point that AEW gets Daniel Bryan, there's a real serious question about whether they're the better, whether they are the better company. To be honest. Yeah. Which I think is exactly why this can't be WWE just letting him go. Surely not. I think so too. He's on holiday, isn't he? What they've said is we're gonna. You, I reckon he signed a new contract. They've kept it quiet, and he's on holiday. They're just gonna give him three months off, and he comes back as a big return. And it's him versus 
well, Lashley or Mac or whoever it is. He's not coming back to SmackDown. I don't think he'll do that. I think it'll be Raw he shows up on. But I, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I, I would love him to be somewhere else, to be honest with you. But, you know, I, I, they can't do it. The amount of time they've invested in him, the amount of time, you know, even when he was injured, they wouldn't let him leave. He was still, when he was injured enough there, he was still general manager of SmackDown. He was still present, he was still hosting, you know, talking smack he was you know he was doing all of those things so there's no way they're letting that expire but i, th- I think because well, like b- before this kind of suddenly happened all the reports were that his it didn't expire till like september time october time that's what so, i heard yeah yeah so uh, like you say it, it just it reeks a little bit of um wwe storytelling and he's not daniel bryan's not stupid either because i'd also heard in all the stuff this week that he'd not done an interview that long ago where they asked him who his dream match would be. And he said, Kenny Omega, that Kenny Omega does things that Daniel Bryan could only dream of. And that, you know, if there was a chance they could, he'd love to, I mean, you know, he's not stupid, is he? And WWE are not going to let their wrestlers say, I mean, Daniel Bryan's a little bit different because he's almost beyond that point, but WWE are not going to let their competitors say things unless they're wanting to fuel a little bit of fire there. So, Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think I think WWE are too smart to let Daniel Bryan say and do these things. You just don't you just don't invest that much time and effort in building someone up who's going to go. I just just can't I just can't see it. Um, just can't see it. Not even from Bryan. The only other, the only other thing we haven't thought about in all of this is whether Bryan wants to resign. That's the other thing. It's a contract expiry. The only point you get, but I suppose at that point they should have known whether he'd want to or not before you make him main event WrestleMania. I suppose yeah. is the only other thing. You don't build him up if there's a chance he's not going to sign. They must have had that conversation with him beforehand. Yeah, or or he has already signed and they've leaked the news that his contract expired in Yeah. Ma- you know what I mean? It's like it's very you can get around that. Yeah, or it hasn't even expired yet. Or or all that as well, to be fair. All that as well, yeah. Um before we before we head off into the sunset, any other matches you think might end up being on the uh, WrestleMania backlash card? We've only got uh, one Raw and one SmackDown left. Anything Mansoor you guys Sheamus. are thinking Sully's missed off? Sorry, yeah, Mansoor Sheamus. Could be. Could be announced on Monday. Could we have um, Cedric versus uh, Shelton? I just forgot who they are already, which is worrying. Um, in a pre-show match to end that feud? Could be. <laughs> end the feud a week later. It's, it's poor. <laughs> it's gutted. <laughs> you, you won't be laughing when that happens, mate. Oh no no! It's 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 not. I'm not saying it's incredible. I'm saying it's 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 gutting for them, but absolutely plausible. Yeah, without a shadow doubt. I love that as well. We'll get on the main show and they'll be like, oh, so like two thirds after you watch some absolute dross between the Dirty Dogs and um, Ray and Dominic, they'll be like, oh, and on the pre-show we had um, what looked like the combination of the feud between Shelton and Cedric, and you're like, oh okay, cool. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Absolutely, neither of them are going anywhere. Yeah. Shelton Benjamin will go around to go back to chasing whoever the twenty four seven title holder is. They've all been released, haven't they? Who is it? Who is it? Is it still our truth? Oh, just assume it's our truth. Yeah. At any one point, just assume it's our truth. Assume it's our truth, or whichever celebrity is in the news that week. That's that's a, that's that's how the twenty four seven championship works, isn't it? No one of any notes ever held it, or or you know Akira Tozawa at some points as well, because he's he's still kicking around that belt. Most most reigns are true. Fifty-two. What a giant ninja! Oh no, that's lame. Oh, sorry, it isn't. It isn't. <laughs> that could have been Omos. We don't know that for sure. 
<laughs> Could well have been Omos. I think the bouncer was Omos. I saw his face. Again, we don't know that for sure either. He could have a twin. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, it's, what's also really weird is Babatunde looks exactly like Commander Aziz, but, you know. It's, it's amazing what the lighting does to these wrestlers. That's what I'm... It's, it's, it's the light, especially Raw Underground, mate. It was dark down there. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so maybe Sheamus versus Mansoor. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe a, a Shelton Benjamin versus... Even I forgot who they were called, and we were only speaking about them 30 seconds beforehand. So maybe Alexander. Um, do we think Apollo Crews is facing Big E again for the Intercontinental Championship? Do we think well, there's the a eighth, chance that's happening? The eighth time. I can't... I think if they do, if if they do, it'll be some kind of like tag team or four way match or something, won't it? With Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and I do like the Sami Zayn story they're telling. I want I want that to be a proper story though. Like that's another example of where it's just a little bit muddy and it's perfect and it just needs to be told properly. So I hope they don't do anything silly with that. So, mm. um, so there we go. WrestleMania that's, backlash. I thought they might have the women's tag on it, but they're, they're doing that on SmackDown, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, and that doesn't surprise me either. No. So, I mean, who is who have they got left to go up against those two? Considering that we watched the um, NXT tag team match last Wednesday when recording this, and that was brilliant. That was absolutely... That was, why is this on NXT and not on SmackDown? There is an absolute, like, mishmash here of, of what should be where. But hopefully over the next 12 months, they can correct it. Okay, so that is WrestleMania Backlash discussed and broken down so it's just over to you listeners um there is a prediction form which means that you can take part not just in the round by round predictions but also in the league from the very very beginning um competing with both me luke and joe for prizes wwe merch each round and then a big prize at the end if you actually win um we asked last round's winner dave what he wanted and he said he wanted a keith lee t-shirt having not actually seen who Keith Lee is, never doesn't know who the guy is. And uh, he said that but from, from what we've discussed, he wants a Keith Lee t-shirt. So that is winging its way to Dave. Be a bit big on him, won't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know what to do with that. It was a good guy. I'll just move on. Um, okay, so <laughs> as always, plugs, Twitter, Facebook, um, just search for the Wrestling Predict Cast. You can actually join the Predict Cast Prediction League as a group on Facebook and never miss a round, never miss an episode and keep up to date with everything that's going on. And uh, just be sure to rate, review and subscribe. It is as easy as opening your app and hitting five stars if you're on Apple Podcast, the Wrestling Predict Cast. So uh, be sure to do that so we move up those sports charts and, uh, you know, it helps us out. Right. Thanks a lot, fellas. We'll see you in two weeks. Cheers, mate. You know when you're just sitting there and suddenly you get asked a question like this? Honey, what film are we watching tonight? And your heart sinks. You know that if you get this question wrong, you're probably going to have a fight. You might even get divorced. So you panic and you think, how about one involving an exoskeleton? And then you hear... Yeah, but which one involving an exoskeleton? And then you've got nothing. You've called for an exoskeleton movie and you haven't got one in your locker. Well, the great news is there's a new podcast out that covers lists on all kinds of movie-related trivia. 
It's that movie list podcast. So the next time you make outlandish suggestions like exoskeletons, funniest films or explosions, and you end up getting it wrong, and you end up having a fight and probably getting divorced, at least you'll have someone to blame. That movie list podcast by Views from a Sofa Network.